Anime Pulse, episode 487. I'm Red. And I'm Rio. Welcome back to another episode of Anime Pulse. Yes, we return. Yes, so uh, why don't we kick things right off into IRL news and uh, you tell us how your computer exploded. Yes, it did explode. Well, not quite what Internally. I thought was wrong. Yes. Um... So the thing was, is that uh, I, my computer, it died, like, you know, ran out of power. And I was like, okay, no problem. I'll just charge it. And for some reason it wouldn't, it like, wouldn't turn on, wouldn't charge, wouldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. So I made an appointment. I, it died too, like on the day of the show. And I like, I, I text red and I'm just like, my computer's fucking dead. And... Yep. Um, so I made an appointment, uh, at the Apple store for the next day and went in and they hooked it up and started charging and I'm just like, what the fuck? And then we tried out my charger and we figured out that it was my charger that was actually broken. Mm. So we replaced the charger under warranty and everything was a okay. Excellent. Didn't even need to spend any money. Nope. That's the best time is when you don't have to spend money through Apple. Yep, because a new charger is like $79. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Apple loves to charge for the, like, out the butt for the most tiniest shit that's totally necessary for going about your daily life for uh, computers and any other product they have. Did you hear about those stupid new earbuds they have? Yeah, the ones that you're going to lose immediately? Yeah, because it's like, oh, look, now we don't have a headphone jack. So all you millions of billions of people out there who use headphones that, you know, aren't our headphones because our headphones really suck because they don't fit in anyone's fucking ears. Well, now you're fucked because the new iPhone has no headphone jack. Ha ha. Suck it, people. Now oh, you have to use these. They'll be like imitations pretty quickly. Oh yeah, they're Bluetooth, so obviously there will be some kind of Bluetooth thing. And they also have an adapter, but the adapter is only good for, um, I mean, you can plug in 
lightning bolt fucking headphones because everyone has a lightning bolt headphone don't you or you can buy the adapter which it comes with an adapter but i don't want all this random bullshit that comes with like the i just want the thing and the thing i want the he- i want the thing the phone which i don't want the phone because i don't want an apple phone and i want the headphones so i mean if they try to pull this with their ipods i'm never gonna buy an ipod again i'll just stick with the one i got from like three years ago yeah that would suck of course uh, in my, my my iPod is like from when I was in ninth grade and I still use it. Granted it's like dying slowly, a slow, painful ass death. But it still works. It's still kicking. Yeah, I got mine my first year of college. So basically two thousand and uh two thousand and eight. Yeah, that was probably when I got mine. Yeah, it's a sixteen gigabyte black iPod nano. And uh, it's pretty cool. Oh, I like mine's it. Mine's purple. Ah. I even have the original case that they gave me, which the thing falls apart all the time, but it's <laughs> protected it from scratches and all sorts of bite marks. The cat. Not not me. <laughs> you see, I, there's I, a bite mark on mine, and that is actually from me. Was now, it like you put it in now, your mouth to hold it or something like that? Because I unlock it with my teeth. Because I used ah. to go on my swing set all the time and listen to my music. And so I would, like, be holding on with one hand and just unlock it with my teeth. And so now it's just kind of become a habit. Ah. Yeah. Of course, my headphones actually died recently, so... Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. But, yeah, th- those new headphones, you're just going to lose them. They're just these two tiny little pieces of shit... That won't fit I've in your ear. I've lost them already, and I don't even have them. I mean, I heard a good joke from a comedian that was like, I lose all my headphones normally, but I saw these new Apple headphones, and I lost them just looking at the picture. Yeah. It's just, it's terrible. It's, I could definitely see the corporate meeting that Apple had that was like, we control most aspects of everybody's life that uses our products, but we don't control how they listen to music. I have a plan. Steve, what is it? What if we make it so they have to use our headphones? You're brilliant, Steve. Give them a promotion and a blowjob. <laughs> Basically what happened at that meeting. Yep. And, of course, I don't mean Steve by Steve Jobs. I just mean Steve, the uh, random employee. Rando. Rando, yes. Steve Rando. Yeah, that's unfortunate. So, anything else happen? Um, well, I finally beat my first run on Mystic Messenger. And that was really, it was really cute. Oh, my God. I mean, I almost got kidnapped and, like, murdered. But, um, on the bright side, I didn't. Did you tell me about this game? I don't remember... I, I I mentioned it briefly, uh, saying that I was kind of uh, getting into a new game. And it's called Mystic Messenger, in which you date pretty boys. But Oh, so it's a dating sim. It's a dating sim, but it's good. Okay. The story is actually really deep, and it goes a lot farther than just dating pretty boys. And picking one to put the D in you. Yes, Oh my god, Zen is not shy about basically, like, at one, at one point, um, you go over his house, and he's just like, can I hold your hand? And you're just like, yeah, sure. And he and takes your hand, and he puts on his dick. 
You know, and he's just like, Damn. actually, on second thought, I can't hold your hand because the beast within me will be unleashed, and I can only imagine where things will end up, so uh, you need to leave. What? <laughs> what guy can't control himself by holding a girl's hand? I don't know. He's special. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, that's, like, the one thing that is ridiculous to me in, like anime tropes it's for like no girls no my penis is suddenly hard especially in doujins where it's just like the girl's like oh yeah it's suddenly hard down there huh but how did you do that what magical mumbo jumbo did you cast on him woman a guy's dick does not get that hard that quick it takes a little bit of time it just isn't just like bing no it does take a little bit of time and it's also how did you get his pants off that fast i didn't even (laughs) see a panel he had a belt. What is going on here? It's magic. Dojins are frightening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I beat my first playthrough on that, and I got Zen's root, so that was the one that uh, like couldn't hold your hand because he was going to like pounce. Um, and you live happily ever after, and it's great. Hmm. Um, so I'm starting in again, and I'm going to date uh, Yu Sung this time. And I I started to date him in a playthrough before, but he's a little too much little brother ish for me. Mm. But I'm gonna suffer through it for the plot. Oni Chan. Oni Chan. <laughs> yeah. So um, did that. I uh, wrote this piece recently about my ex. Um, it's, it, I titled it, I threw out all our love letters. Mm. And, um, it's a hybrid piece. And if you don't know what hybridity is, it's basically when you combine a lot of mediums to make uh, a piece. So mm-hmm. for instance, I, for this one, the requirements were that I had to combine prose, poetry, and visual. So there's some poetry in there, there's diary entries, there's a third-person perspective of the day that, like, shit hit the fan. Okay. Um, and there's one um, page that has, like, I actually took, I uh, took a garage band and I copied into it um, our song, which was Kiss from a Rose by Seal, and oh my god, it's so sappy, I hate that song. Um, but so I like screenshotted the, uh, sound waves and put that onto the page. So how do, how do people's songs come up anyways? Is that like a song you, you hear when you're together and it's just like, oh my gosh, this is the moment. Or is it like a song that's just like you pick together. It's like, what's going to be our thong, honey? Uh, I don't know. You you can pick. Well, Well, I I like Gunther Rothes. Well, he heard it on the radio when we like first got together and he was just like this just reminds me of you and i think it should be our song and i was like so head over heels in love with him i was just like okay and then i sent him uh my chemical romance song later and i was just like well what about this and (laughs) it's like about dying horribly together and he was just like um i think i like mine better Uh, i think yours was better suited yeah. <clears throat> so uh, that's pretty much been my two weeks. How about you, Red? Me? Well, I've been sick. Oh. 
Yeah, the past five days, basically since Tuesday, um, I've had a cold. I've been getting better. I'm getting better. Uh, I'm no longer coughing all the time. I no longer have a runny post-nasal drip just 24-7. I no longer feel like I am uh, dying. You You better not have been going for walks when you were sick. I went for a walk yesterday, but I was feeling better, enough that I could walk. Mm-hmm. I was going to go to the movies on Friday and go see Sausage Party, Yeah, but I didn't. Uh, I don't think I'll ever see that now, because next Friday, um, I think like Deepwater Horizon or something comes out, which I do, I do want to see that. Well, I mean, you could always just get it on Netflix. Uh, we don't, we have Netflix, but we don't use it. What about Hulu? I, and we don't have Hulu. We don't watch any TV, basically. The only thing I watch is anime and YouTube videos. That's uh, it. I don't watch could, any TV. You could probably just pirate it off the internet. Yeah, I would. Odd, as odd as it sounds, I have never pirated any movie or video game in my entire life. Anime? All the time. I don't even <laughs> consider it pirating. It's just like a daily habit i do it's just like oh torrent 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 fan sub fan sub yeah i'll take all that thank you um i i remember i was trying to find this one movie that tim and Welltel were watching like in the very beginning of the process of uh popcorn pulse um i don't know if you listened to that one uh it was it was it was a it was a heist movie the title of the episode was merry heist and I watched the movie for that one, mm-hmm. and I had to like illegally download that. <laughs> I think I probably heard it. It's just been so. It's been forever since they've done anything. Yeah, I I'm still hopeful. I will be the optimist when it comes to manga pulse and popcorn pulse and whatnot. Well, but I, I mean, we're I've still doing like, things. Yeah, I I still listen like I uh have been listening to like three episodes on repeat. Um, do you remember uh the episode where they had that really like shit manga that was about the uh half vampire, half werewolf that turns into a girl? No, I don't remember that one. It's titled Love Moon. That's Love the episode Moon. anyways, and so you should like find that and listen to it and then listen to the episode before it. I thought you were about to say the different title that had love in it, where they just like hate on it all the time. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so yeah, I was sick. Mm, I had an interview on Tuesday. Oh, that's good, <clears throat> but it was for a part time job, so I had to turn it down. I thought it was full time, but it was just part time. Oh. Um, I mean, I have applied, uh, did I tell you my, my plan, my ABC plans for the future? Um, I mean, you told us that you were applying for jobs, but... Okay, so I didn't. Uh, after I did that, I think last week is when I came up with it. Basically, I have three plans now for the future. Plan A, and this is all, the deadline for everything is the fall of 2017. Plan A is to continue to apply for full-time jobs. 
if I land something that I like, um, then I will go with that route. And I'm back working full time Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. Or from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., whatever the case. Uh, if that doesn't work out, I have also applied to go back to college. Oh! Yes, I've applied to go to Albany University to major in English and minor in Japanese studies. And if I get a bachelor's, or when I graduate and I get my bachelor's, if I am accepted into it, then I will apply for JET. Which, uh, don't know if you know what JET is. No, I don't. JET is Japanese Exchange Transfer, which basically... Uh, if you major in one of three things and you have a bachelor's degree, you can take JET. You can basically apply to it if you major in linguistics, if you major in edu- physical education, or if you major in English. I would okay. be doing English. And that's what 80% of the applicants of JET do. They fly you out to Japan. They give you housing. They, give you, they pay you a salary of something like $38,000 a year. And you assist in teaching English. You get one year of that. If you're really good, they keep you for another year. If you're exceptional, they keep you for three years. Then at that point, Jet will tell you that your program's going to end. You can either fly back, we'll pay for it. You can stay in the States for another six years and then go back again. Or you can stay in Japan. And that's typically what Jet students will do or JET applicants, they'll stay in Japan because the school will usually hire them. They'll be like, you've been working here, you know everybody, people like you, um, you're our token and white person, we'll hire you. And then you become a full-time English teacher at that school, and uh, you then apply for your citizenship, which is what I would do. Um, If I get my bachelor's and I can't get into JET, then I will try to find something quickly. Uh, if I can find something using my bachelor's, that'd be great. Uh, that will be like a, a better paying job, definitely. If I can't, um, then what I'm going to do is plan C. Either if I don't get into Albany University and I haven't found a full-time job by fall 2017, I'm going to go and find a recruitment center and joined a military branch. Uh, basically, I'll be talking to my sister about the stuff that she did, and I'd have to go to a boot camp to get into shape uh, because I am a little bit overweight, and they're very particular about what weight and height and, and everything you need to be. I'd also have to take the ASFAB again because it's been so long. Um, But if I also can't find anything with my bachelor's degree, I'll also be going into the military because when you have a bachelor's, after you make it through your basic training, and I think it's something like a year of being enlisted, you can apply to officer school. And being an officer is pretty good pay. All right. Yeah. Of course, during that time that I would be at the... Uh, basic training and boot camp or stuff like that, I would not be able to do the show. So that is why it's plan C. That is my last thing that I'll, you know, possibly be thinking of doing. But if I don't find anything by the fall 2017, I will be starting my process of uh, possibly getting into a military branch. 
All right. Well, I hope that uh, you um, find a job quickly and that we can. Or I get into Albany, because if I do get into Albany, I'll still do the show. Yeah. I mean, you'll be a college student again and then you'll feel my pain. Not to the extent of my pain, because it's not art school. Right. But, um... I'm also... I've already taken care of all my basic schooling, so I wouldn't need to do any math. English, I would just need to do... uh, For my English degree, I would only need to do English courses. Like creative writing, grammar, spelling, and punctuation. There's actually a class called that. Um, Oh, yeah, I took a class like that. There's so many classes that are just English that I think I would do very well in because English has always been my best subject. And Japanese studies because, well, if I'm going to go to Japan, uh, I would like to know more about it than just my weeb uh, otaku knowledge that I have. Because while Japan is the land of anime, it's also the land of a culture that uh, I should probably study up more on. Uh, and the Japanese you... studies has culture, history, and language. And I also have Rosetta Stone, which I never opened up. It has all three lessons. So if I did that, I would basically have a pretty good grasp on the Japanese language. That's good. Yeah, because Rosetta Stone is what the military uses to learn languages. And that's how Ichigo learned Japanese, is he used Rosetta Stone. So if he can do it, I can do it. Yes, I believe in you. Yeah, so that's my my plans for the future with Red. All right. So then I guess we should move on to our uh, industry news. I'll start us off, and I uh, this time have a survey. That's where it's me instead of Red. Yes poll yes so the list of 10 animes that people would be weirded out to know you are a fan of which i don't really know what weirded out means do they mean like just like oh you're a fan of that Uh, yeah i guess that's what they would what's the what they would mean oh like oh i didn't know you were into that sort of thing i mean i'm surprised that um, those are more like recent animes too but what i'm surprised by is like i mean i'll let you do the list but i'll i'll say like what i'm surprised by afterwards what's not on there yeah so number 10 is girls in panzer which i don't really see why i mean it's just girls and tanks yeah i don't know i i the anime never really appealed to me nor me but still yeah it's not like i'd be weirded out like oh you're into girls and tanks puh Disgusting. Um, number nine is Bakemonakatari. Which, so, I, again, I don't understand. It's a confusing yeah. anime for sure, but what? I, I didn't appreciate Bakemonakatari until after I watched it. While Which I, is, yeah. While I was watching it, I was just like, this anime is fucking weird. First season made the most sense. Second season started to lose itself. Third season was just a fucking, like, what even, huh? <laughs> um, number eight, The Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya. Again, I think that's just because a lot of people saw it in its original release, which was non-canonically. 
which yeah. again is confusing. So if you do want to see it correctly, go watch it canonically and you'll understand things a lot better. Yeah. Number six is a tie between love, Chunibio, and other delusions slash lucky star. Again, I don't know why. Lucky Star is one of those things that's like major otaku. I guess maybe that's why. Is this like other otaku being weirded out by other otaku's choices? Or is this like yeah, normal so. people being weirded out by decisions? Because I guess if you're into Lucky Star, it's like you're a hardcore otaku. Because Lucky Star was made for the otakus, by otakus. But then Love and Chunibyo and Delusion stuff like that. Again, I don't get it. Why? It's made by a really so this, good studio. So this and... is like saying, that, not that you're a casual fan, but you're like a diehard fan of this anime. I don't know. And even if you're, I don't know, diehard fan of a, maybe it's because it's about Chunibyo. Maybe. I don't know. All right. Number five, To Love Rue. That's understandable. It's... Very confusing. And the anime's basically devolved into, like, um, which isn't completely the anime's fault. The artist had a very bad breakup with his wife, who was based on one of the characters who the artist then, or the author then decided to cut her hair in the uh, anime, which was basically a death sentence for her, um, because you never cut the female character's hair. You never do that. If you do, they become hated for some reason. Um... And then instead, the main character is going after his sister. Yay. Yep. Number Wins. four is Card Captor Sakura, which I'm a little surprised by. I thought that Me was too. like. That's like staple. Yeah. That's like Sailor Moon. Um, number two is a tie between Idolmaster and Kaon. Now, Kaon, I can understand, like, it's not that good. The music is okay. Yeah. But I, 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 I would find it hard to believe that anybody is a diehard fan of Kaon. It had moe moe points to certain things, like where the girl dressed up like a cat or something like that. And it also had some cute reactions where they're like a head chop and they make cute noises. But that's really all it is. And then it's just like, oh, look, it's also a, a pop idol band doing songs. But other than that, the slice of life is so fucking boring. And number one, I can actually understand this one, Love Live. Now, before like I get absolute, before somebody smashes through my window and murders me for down talking Love Live, let me get through what I have to say. <laughs> then you can murder me. Okay. Um, I can totally understand why, why Love Live is on here because the fans are fucking scary. Have you ever met a Love Live fan? They're diehards. All no, of them. You I've either never... love or hate it. Yeah, I would. I can understand that. I don't hate it, and I don't love it. It's probably because I've never... I don't get into the whole entire pop cult, pop idol culture of things. I definitely don't get into, like, Idolmaster or Love Live or... Uh, what's that other one about idols? Um, um, there's one for males... No, there was another female one I can't remember. But basically, I've never gotten into that. I don't see the appeal of idols. Like, like, like just you say in the word, idol. Um, I mean, I'm not a religious fanatic, but I don't worship people. I especially don't worship Japanese singers. So, 
no matter how cutesy they dress up. Yeah. So, um, that is the list. <clears throat> now I await my death for saying your waifu is shit. <laughs> That is a, that is also a pretty waifu anime. We're just like here's a list. Of, here's a chart of girls. Pick one to be your waifu. Oh yeah, <clears throat> I mean that's like almost where waifu is like centered around. I know. I find my waifus, and although I don't have any waifus because I've never officially said like she's my waifu because that's just too weeb for me, um, too otaku for me. But uh, I think I think somewhere deep inside you have a waifu. You're just not willing to share it with us. No, I really don't. I mean, I like characters a lot. I mean, there are there are female characters in anime that I absolutely and video games that I adore. But I never make them out to be like, she's my waifu. I'm going to marry her someday. No, I mean, I have figurines of some characters. That's kind of close. I mean, I have a Kurumi figurine. I have... Um, I have some Umineko figurines. I, most recently, I got a, uh, a figurine of Tali Zora, who I absolutely loved in Mass Effect. She is my favorite female character. Mm-hmm. But I don't have any waifus. I mean, So you don't, you don't have a character that you would marry if you could? No, because it's, to me, I just can't, I don't bridge that gap between reality and fantasy. I like fantasy because it's fantasy. I like to indulge in being... That's why I like playing video games that are video games, where it's like, I'm, I'm, playing, at, I'm playing right now Deus Ex Mankind Divided. I'm Adam Jensen going around tasing cops in broad daylight. Nobody notices because I'm cloaked. And then I, you know, I s- steal this special drug that everybody needs, basically from every single store I come to, and then I don't give it to anyone because no one asks for it. Or and then I, which I think is dumb. You should be able to give neuropazine to anybody. Um, it, it just is some of the stuff you do. There also like the AI waifu in that game, um, because Adam Jensen has a wife or an ex-girlfriend. But then like he has all these girls in Mankind Divided who are hitting on him, especially. Um, uh, Eliza Kassan, which is pretty fucking amusing that an AI is hitting on him. And even Adam's like, Are, you, you, you want to go out for something? <laughs> it's like, come on, man. You can't, as much as she is pretty, you can't put an augmented dick inside a computer. Or can you? That floppy drive looks round to me. No? Okay. But yeah, I, I can't bridge that to that gap between I just like being in fantasy and thinking this is great because it's fake and it will never be real and I love it. I mean, the day Japan makes cat girls and dog girls because someday it will happen uh is the day that we have a second class of citizen. Yes, but you know, all citizens had to work towards getting becoming their next class. I think we had that discussion, didn't we? Yes, we did. Yes. So, I mean, the cat girls and dog girls and animal-human hybrids, whatever, will have to work towards their citizenship, just like everyone else. But in the meantime, I will have a cat girl little pet to have around the house, because I'll actually be able to talk to someone, instead of going, meow, 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 and then my cat looking up at me like, the fuck is your problem? 
I can understand you just fine, you idiot. You don't need to imitate me. <laughs> yep. All right. Right. Oh, right. Uh, how about I uh, talk about uh, my uh, my my news article? Yeah, that thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, as uh, we have a new arc of Pokemon coming out, Sun and Moon, or S&M, some people like to refer to it. Uh, we have a new Ash coming out. Of course we do. Because Ash continually changes, but he never gets older, because he sucks the life out of all his female companions. And that's why you never see them again. Yeah, that's why you never see his female companions, except for Misty, who somehow is able to get away, but she grew up fucking fast. And stayed in the video games. Uh, anyways, he looks younger now. He also looks like he's from one of those dumb uh, card video game uh, animes. Oh, like... Um... Like, uh, well, not even like the card ones, but like, what's that one about the spinning tops? Oh, uh, shit. I just saw it on TV. Um... Beyblade. Beyblade. He looks like he's from fucking Beyblade, okay? Yeah, this he kind of does. This is ridiculous. Now, I'm going to say it. X and Y Ash was probably the best looking Ash there was. Most detailed Ash out there. Um, but this new one, just he looks round. He's got round cheeks and a round face. And I'm guessing they're trying to make him like more kid-friendly or something. But he looks dumb. He has no detail to him at all. It's just, ugh. Well, I guess what that's is... kind of upsetting for older fans, but yeah. it is more geared towards children. Oh, yeah. This is definitely, like, look, it's round shapes instead of pointy edges. And although, I mean, the last Pokemon they had, which was uh, the one that had Sena, Senna, I mean, she was basically... Super into Ash. But now she's gone because he sucked the life from her. Mm-hmm. And now he's even younger. And now he's got the new waifu who's the blonde half Pokemon, half human girl. We're getting closer, people. It'll just be a matter of time before we have humans or a Pokemon. And then we can fuck them. Bless. Yeah. Why do you think I always get a Gardevoir? And the and the Lupa bunny, yeah. Or the yeah. Okay. Well, Milligan, before, before yeah. we go down this hole any deeper, those are just the three I always get. Okay. There's, okay. There's no reason I get I get the Gardevoir for she looks human. No. Stop. I'm gonna go feed her some Poke Puffs. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Good, I'm glad you coughed. Um, Curse is cold, I can't even make jokes. <laughs> so I guess that moves us on to our reviews. Yay. Yay. Wow, this is going to be a short show. That's fine with me, because I'm tired and I'm hungry. Okay. So, what are you reviewing? I am reviewing Boku no Hero Academia. 
And I'm going to be reviewing X2 Show. All right. So this one starts off with saying, all men are not created equal. Oh, that's a pessimistic view. Well, this kid has a reason to be pessimistic. And we open up to, to him protecting another kid from a, from, from a group of kids. Um, getting beat up. Yeah, who's getting beaten up. And we quickly, we quickly learn that this is a world filled with superpowers. Everybody has a superpower. Well, In they... fact, if you don't have one, then you're kind of considered weird. And these superpowers are called quirks. Ah, so everyone's quirky. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't have a quirk, you're called quirkless. And so our main character, whose real name I can't remember anymore. You can just um, refer to him by a physical trait. No, I, I, uh, his nickname by the guy who was trying to beat up the kid, who he calls Kachan, is uh, Deku. So Deku, Deku is our main character. Like the tree from Zelda? A Deku tree? Or Deku tree? Yeah, Deku, I guess. Deku stick? He's a Deku stick. Yeah. So, um, Deku is quirkless. Oh. So he doesn't have a superpower. But he wants to be a hero anyways. Because this is a world filled with supervillains, and thus we need <laughs> heroes to protect everybody else. Because cause everybody's quirks aren't necessarily hero material. They can be something such as being able to pull small objects towards oneself. or so it's kind of like that, what was that? It wasn't a Disney movie. It was a live action, like Nickelodeon kind of thing where there was a school for like superheroes and like oh! one dude could glow in the dark. Yeah, I, I remember that. Wasn't it just titled Super School? Something like that, and it was just like not everyone had a superpower that was like super duper. Yeah, so like that one girl who could shape shift, but she could only shape shift into a guinea pig. Yeah, and the dude who could only glow in the dark, but then like he became super useful because the school went dark at one point. It's like, look, my superpower is actually useful. It's like, oh, that's that's nice, Nightstick. That's nice. Yep. You think that. I'm going to go get a flashlight now. <laughs> so this anime is about him and how he doesn't have a quirk. Aww. Actually, I'm totally lying. That's not what it's about. Um, so at the age of four, your quirk is supposed to come forward and he didn't have one. Aww. And they traced it back to he has a joint somewhere. In, like, his foot, uh -huh. where most humans have evolved to not have it. Okay. And that means he's just never going to get a quirk. Ah, because he has something that... So his quirk is more human than anything else. It's just yes. he has a bone that's different. Yes. And so um, he likes to watch this one mm -hmm. video of his favorite hero and the number one hero in the world, All Might. And he likes to watch this video of him saving a bunch of people in this really horrible accident. And this video 
he kind of reminds me a little bit of an autistic kid because of how like excited he is and he's rocking himself back and forth. Okay. And he's totally obsessed. And so in this video, um, there's just like, oh my God, everything's on fire. Uh, then All Might comes up over the over like a bunch of piled cars and is just like, everything will be okay because I am here. So is All Might like Superman? Does he can All, he like fly Might, and super strength, stuff like that? Yes. So nobody knows what All Might's quirk actually is. Oh. Everybody has kind of like uh so Kachan, um the childhood friend of Deku but turned I guess rival. Um, he can kind of make things explode. Oh, that's nice. That seems like a super villain thing straight away. Yes, but I just like don't the guy from X Men use fire. It's like, yeah, I won't be a bad guy. I can create fireballs. Well, Kachan definitely has some anger issues. Hmm. <laughs> but so, um. So is there no, like, quirk database? So this, there's no, like, Iron Man who's like, we must register all the quirks? No, not no, not necessarily because everybody has one. Right. I'm just saying, it's like, there's no, like, quirk where, like, All Might's quirk is registered and the no. bad guys are like, we must know what his quirk is. No, Quick, his, steal his the quirk is an absolute secret. Ah. And you find out why later. Ah, so we find out what the quirk is, but the, the people don't. No. Uh, the, only people who, the only person who finds out is Deku. So, one day there's a pretty nasty villain lurking around, and it's a slime thing. Ooh. And, um... It's, it's causing a lot of problems. <laughs> and All Might sees this and, uh... goes to take care of it. And, uh, this villain finds Deku and starts to suffocate him. Ooh. It so, looks like something out of a hentai because the slime is going down his throat. And he's oh, like suffocating no, him. he's getting mouthfucked by the slime. No. Yeah. No. Um, That's like my worst nightmare is being like violated by some random slime monster. Because it's like, <laughs> no, no, stop. Because then you're, you're getting disintegrated and violated at the same time. It's like, no, this is, I'm, this is some vor shit. I don't want to be in this dojin. Get me out. Thankfully, All Might shows up and, pun- and punches the slime to pieces and puts it in two, like, plastic containers that he puts in his pocket. <laughs> and when Deku wakes up, uh, you know, All Might is just calling to him, being like, hey, Young man, wake up. Wake up. And and then he gets an instant boner because the All Might's hovering yes, over him. Yes, basically. He gets an ultimate Bing. fan boner. Ah. Uh. And he's just like, wait, can you sign my hero notebook? Which he's been keeping notes of all the hero things like for <laughs> years and years and years in this. And he opens it up and he already signed it. And he's like, oh, thank you so much. It'll be a, it'll be a family heirloom. And... It's all pretty funny, but then he realizes that he has some questions, and he uh, locks onto All Might's leg as he as All Might like kind of <laughs> takes off into the air, and he's just like, "What the hell?" <laughs> 
It's like, wait, don't go. I have more questions. I don't have any quirks. Please help. Yes. And they land on a um, rooftop. And I'm not going to reveal anything else about this uh, episode because I don't want to spoil anything because it's still a relatively new show. Um, but they have a very deep conversation about heroes and if Deku can actually become a hero. And in the next episode, there's actually a moment in which uh, Deku goes and tries to save Kachan from the slime monster who escaped. Because Deku accidentally knocked him out of All Might's pocket. So does he not have any... Um... Any powers when he tries to rescue De- or Kachan? Nope, still nothing. Ah, okay. But at the end of the second episode, I believe it's the end of the second episode. <laughs> um, All Might says to him, "Young man, I, you can become a hero." And we get this kind of narrator from Deku, basically saying, "Oh, by the way, this is how I became the greatest hero of all time." Ah, ex ex ex. What's it? The word I'm looking for? Ex, exposition. Ex, exposition. Lovely. Yes. So um. Yeah, it. He doesn't stay quirkless forever. He does eventually get a quirk. How I'm not going to reveal. But he does get one. Well, I mean, we're doing reviews here. If you want to reveal it, but. You don't. It's your choice. No, I'm not. I'm not going to reveal it because I don't want to spoil anything. But he does did end you, up getting a. Did quirk. you want to talk about like the other characters that he meets though, like their quirks and who they are? Yes. So there okay. are there are a very large cast of characters. Um, everything from a girl who has the appearance and abilities of a frog. Which, frog waifu. Best yes. Girl. Um, to a girl who can who can um make things like go into zero gravity. Ah, oh, so she turns things anti-gravity? Yep. Wait, what, wasn't one of these girls, like, on the most yes, hated list of females? Is, it, is that the girl? Yeah. And I don't know why, because she's so lovable. Hmm. Um, and Deku has a major crush on her. Of course he does. Uh, of course we have Kachan, who has the, like, kind of explosion quirk. Explosion. We have one of the teachers... Who has, like, this really long scarf, and we don't know exactly what his quirk is, but he can control that scarf and use it kind of like bandages to wrap people up. Now, I, I know, um, not the quirks, but I know some of the characters from, uh, <coughs> um, uh, Dojin I came across. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so, I, I know a good portion of the female characters, and I know a few of the guy characters, including Mr. Explosion and... Someone with a very strong tail. With a tail. Yeah, some dude that has like a tail. Oh yeah, I think I know who that is. Um, I'm still not privy to all the names, even though I watched the whole the whole first season. And then there's a girl who kind of looks like a demon, and a girl who's invisible. Right? Yes. And. You also have a boy who um, has, like, a hot and cold power, so on one half of him he has, like, can freeze things, and on the other half make things melt. Ah. And he's got kind of, like, mixed-matched hair or whatever. (laughs) Um, And there's also one boy who is 
uh, can move can move really fast. Like he has like. So he's like the Flash. Yeah, he's got like jets in the back of his in the back of his legs. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, and he's really passionate about being a hero and about doing things that are righteous and the right thing to do and hmm. just very, very like hyped all the time. Um, so it does kind of combine a little bit of like a school life, uh, anime with superpowers and it's actually a really nice balance. And it kind of feels a little bit like American comics sometimes. And that's actually to its benefit. Especially since it's like probably why it's doing so well is because the American market picked up on it. And it's like, well, wait, this is like Superman for the new age. Yes, exactly. All Might is definitely Superman, but he's also just like really good dad. Really good. He cares about Deku so much. Oh. Now, I, in some of the doujin that I saw, there were two older female characters, and one of them's kind of made out to be like a villain. Is that true? Um, probably. I mean, the anime didn't cover too much about the villains. Oh. Uh, only in the last two episodes of this first season did we get to see some villain work. Oh, I could have swore I've seen like some uh, gifs of the anime where like the female kind of looks like she's I don't want to say S and M gear, but you know, definitely a mature older woman with very large breasts. I think I know who you're talking about. We don't know much about her. Okay. So, anywho, I'm going to give Boku no Hero Academia a download now. Man, I really would like to get into the show. How many episodes is it? Is it done or is it still going? It's the second season is about to come out. Okay. So, so it's 12, he, like 12 episodes per season thus far? Yeah, I think so. It might be a little bit longer. But um, you should definitely watch it. Like, I recommend that everybody watch this show. Now, would you recommend I watch this or recommend watching Mob Psycho? Watch this and then watch Mob Psycho. Okay, because I loved One Punch Man and the art style goes to One Punch Man. And I, from what I hear, the main male character in Mob Psycho is very much like Saitama in his personality. Yeah, true? he is. But I would watch... I, I would definitely watch Boku no Hero Academia, and then I would watch Mob Psycho. Okay, alright, alright. That's good. That's good. I'll definitely need something, because let me tell you, fall is looking like desert. There's a whole lot of nothing. There is something there that you're going to love. What's that? The second season of Bungo Stray Dogs. Yes! Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. But then there's just, there's only two anime that I might even check out. One of them is the uh, second season of, um, um, Seito Kai wa Oksama or something like that. 
Okay. Which is like one of those short 12-minute episodes per, you know, basically about some dude who gets married to the student council president. And they're, it's very uncensored and very... It gets graphic at some points, but it's not a hentai. Wow. And another one about some dude who can... Who, like, attracts demon girls to him. So, like, it teaches you a bit about, like, Japanese folklore... And like oh, the, cool. uh, that sounds like, awesome. It shows you like some of the like the different types of demon girls that are out there, like the slit mouth woman, the uh, like the kitsunes, um, the uh, the popo popo girl ghost, mm-hmm. which I absolutely love. That have you ever read that before? Uh, no, I don't think so. The really like there's like a really tall woman who like you'll see walking around sometimes like oh, on the other side of the yeah. fence and she she's saying like po 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 and she's so tall like she can peek over like privacy fences and she wears all white like a white f- dress and a white hat and she tries to take young men away hmm. yeah all right. i love i love that one because it's, she's kind of yawn for the young men when she uh, uh gets attracted to them well i guess this brings us to your review red right my review so as i said before i'm doing the second season of the first core of the three core series of do ra 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 because as you all know do ra 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 had a first season that was complete and all the way through i think it was uh i think it was actually more than 12 episodes Oh, yeah, it was longer. Okay, so it was more than 12 episodes, and it, but it was all one core. What they did for this, however, was they broke it up into three cores. I didn't know this when I first got started on the second season, as I call it. So what happened is I reviewed the first core, and then I watched two cores of Durarara and reviewed those, calling it the third season. So this is the... Second season, third, or second season, but first core of three cores for the second season. Okay. Right. So four years ago at Otakon 2011, which is five years ago now, I had attended a screening of an anime I'd never seen, never heard of, and only knew the limited synopsis from the bookload events taking place during the convention. A year later, I went back to that series to pick off where the convention left off. Finishing an anime I came to enjoy immensely. Afterwards, I had an inkling that there might be a second season to look forward to, but I was fine without one. Then, during the winter 2014-2015 to season is when it happened. A second season. Of course, I had greenlit the anime for watching and was very excited, but was this new season able to capture the same excitement and love I had for the previous? Could it really achieve the same glory after such a long time away? Well, if you recall from the previous season, the storytelling aspect of Durarara wasn't your typical string of events. It was more like dozens of threads that came together in the end. A method very similar to that of Bakano, and in fact, Durarara even included two characters from that very same anime. Since both animes at the time were directed or animated by the same company. Uh, which, uh, that's why you saw, um, you saw Maria and, 
Isaac show up in uh, the first season of Durarara. However, uh, that changes for this season. I'll say why later. Uh, admittedly, this type of loosely jointed story had many turning up their noses at it. But there's an excitement and edge-of-your-seat feeling that keeps you wanting to see how it all comes together. And the first season did a splendid job of that, tying up all the stories at the very end and leaving its viewers rather satisfied. The story, or stories, of this season kept the same edge-of-your-seat feeling, but felt more closely connected than last season. This was probably to get less nose-turners and draw in a larger crowd, but to the loyal fans like myself felt like dumbing down. Heck, there was times I was even able to accurately predict what was going to happen in the next episode, something I was never able to do in the first season. Of course, all of that felt odd as to really understand who everyone was, you had to watch the first season. There was no little to no character introduction for those previous, uh, from the previous season, only the newer character to receive any background information on them. So what are the stories that we learn about in this second season? Well, the beginning of the season felt pretty much like fan service for the fans. As it was a lot of comedy of Selty running around trying to find some money she had dropped that led to a huge party that had all the major characters from the last season coming together. <laughs> it was pretty cool. But then came the first story which centered around a serial killer known as Hollywood due to the fact they wear very convincing masks when they kill. That story ends through after ends though after an accidental run-in with Shizuo and Hollywood learning they aren't the only special person who exists in this city. Uh, the second story is about a bounty hunter that is put on Celty's elimination. Mm-hmm. Though the bounty hunter is eventually, or the bounty is eventually rescinded. The third story is about a male and female hitman duo who are hired to kill Celty and Henri. Though the female of the duo, Verona, is more interested in the excitement of a challenge, eventually leading her to attract too much attention and the duo forcibly being removed from the city. The final story is one of the color gangs from Masomi's past causing a ruckus that leads a biker gang to attack the dollars, forcing Mikado to grow a pair and make some rather rash decisions. There are smaller stories mixed in, like a little girl trying to kill Shizuo, but these don't really impact the other major threads as much. If the ending didn't feel much like one, that's because it wasn't. This was just the first core of that three-core series, as I mentioned, which is why many of those loose threads don't exactly come together in the end. In fact, the season ends with the biggest overall antagonist, Izaya, being stabbed by a mysterious figure whose plans were ruined by his meddling. And Mikado ends up joining a color gang as their leader, accepting his darker side that even Izaya had claimed is a frightening thing. The season leaves you wanting to know what is next, and uses its edge-of-your-seat skills to leave you a little more than annoyed at how long I had to wait for the second core, which began airing in August of the very same year, but was still quite a ways away. Because I believe this came out in the winter, and then August was fall, so I had to wait a full two seasons for the second core to come out. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Now, unlike the first season, which was handled by Brains Base for animation, this season and the next two cores were handled by Shuka, a newer studio founded in 2013, and it only had this season and the next two cores listed as any kind of work they have done. Now, it may have been a long time since I'd seen the first, but honestly, I couldn't tell the difference between the animation styles, and I was surprised to know that it was actually being animated by a different studio. Uh, unlike the animation, however, the voice acting has not changed hands at all. All the characters are voiced by the same actors and actresses as last season, and all of them did a bang-up job of it. And, continuing to be my favorite character, I had to give this one to Shizuo Hiwajima the human tank who dresses like a bartender. He hates Izia more than anything else, but isn't above sending someone who annoys him flying a couple hundred feet into the air with a good punch. I he, love him. Yeah, he's not a killing I, but machine. I, but though. I also love Izia. I like their camaraderie, where it's Shizuo basically trying to kill Izia, and Izia running away like a little bitch, being like, hey, hey never catch me. So he's, you know, Izuya is like the gingerbread man, and Shizuo is like the fox. Yes. So he is able to, I mean, he's able to restrain himself after being tased by that little girl who I said tried to kill him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but who basically was being tricked by Izuya into tasing Shizuo. So another one of Izuya's bitch moves. Uh, he acts as a kind of guardian for the city, dealing with troublemakers who disrupt peace. Uh, by the end of this season, he ends up leaving the dollars as he was not okay with a uh, with being in a gang that is thinks kidnapping is acceptable because that's what happens at the end of the season. The dollars end up actually kidnapping the girl of a biker gang. <clears throat> the girl who they think is the biker gang's leader's girl uh, turns out she was just one of his girls, and. Uh, Shizuo kind of puts an end to that. He also actually attracts the attention of Verona, who wants to kill him more than anyone else uh, as she has ever met, claiming that, unlike the other characters in this story, he is completely human. Though, if being able to toss vending machines like paper cups, kick cars like a can, and pull light poles out of the ground like weeds is human, then I'm very lacking. He also wears sunglasses no matter the time of day, so he looks damn cool. Yep. And I'm also going to be giving Durarara X2 Show, the first core of the three core season, a download down. Excellent. Well, I guess that brings us to the end of yet another episode of Anime Pulse. Indeed, it does. And so I thank everyone for joining us as always and for listening. And until next week, or until next time we do stuff in case Rio's computer blows up again. <laughs> uh, keep watching, keep listening, and keep the animal strong.